Hello, and welcome to Launch Legends, the only podcast focused exclusively on the stories behind internet marketing's biggest and best launches. Each week, we sit down with an online marketing expert to tell the story of one of their launches, what went well, what didn't, and how much cash they made. And now, your host, Hamad Akbar. Hello and welcome to another episode of Launch Legends. Today we're joined by Kate of Wave.video. So Wave.video is currently doing millions in revenue and it gets about 1.5 million visitors a month. Kate really tells a great story about how they spent three months just refining the product idea by really focusing on one niche and talking to the right customers. And the way they launched is really great as well, where they went to a conference and really talked to influencers, users, so much so that they got to convert 10% of the audience to try their product. So there's a lot of value Kate provides in the interview. But before, if you are listening to this on a podcast, please rate and review. If you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button, rate and review. Hey, Ken, thank you very much for being on the show. So I know Wave.video is getting about 1.5 million visitors a month. That's huge. And then you guys are doing millions in revenue. So uh, that's now. I know uh, you launched uh, in 2017 and uh, you had a very interesting launch. But even prior to that, let's start with uh, telling the viewers who you are and uh, what you're doing now. Hey, Hamad. And it's a pleasure to have... uh to be on your podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, uh, we launched in 2017 and it just took us four months to build an MVP. But before those uh, four months, mm-hmm. and MVP, just uh, so everybody understands we, uh, what I'm talking about, we have online video editor with a library of 400 million video clips, mm-hmm. photos and audio uh, tracks, so everybody can easily come to our platform and build uh, short promotional videos or ads for their business, as well as host them and um, make LinkedIn pages, send by email, and everything mm-hmm. that marketers need to mm-hmm. run their campaigns with video. So, uh, so how it all started? Back in 2016, we were in, involved, all three co-founders of our company uh, were involved in a very, very, I, I say, great program from MIT. It's called Smart Start. Mm-hmm. And they really named this program, <laughs> I would say, right. It was like very great program. Can you, can you do that? So I know we talked about that program. Can you do that program online or do you have to be there in person? I, back there, you have to do it in person. And they recommend all uh, co-founders attend it. And mm-hmm. it was really helpful that all of us did attend the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you get to meet so many people who successfully launched different sort of um programs, mm-hmm. uh, different sort of products, and they talk about difficulties uh, on all sorts of levels from every angle, and you get to talk to these people and ask questions mm-hmm. and get this consulting and mentoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other hand, you get a lot of 
uh, fellow entrepreneurs who are in the same room with you for three months, mm-hmm. uh, who shares this uh, sort of ideas they have, or maybe it's more than ideas at this moment. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of look at yourself from, it's almost like yourself in a mirror, mm-hmm. and you, you see what other people uh, have difficulties with, and it kind of helps you to reflect on your own problems. So where we, uh, the idea we started in the beginning of this program, and it was uh, evolved over three months very much. It was two different products. So what was the initial idea at the start? Uh, when we started, we wanted to have this platform which ca- connects um, those who build uh, ads, mm-hmm. uh, probably agencies, mm-hmm. uh, creative agencies, and marketers. Mm-hmm. But then we realized it's two different markets to market to. Mm-hmm. It's complicated for us. Uh, for MVP, we need to choose one market, uh, be really focused, then makes this market like really, really small and uh, laser focus on that which had market. So that was kind of evolution uh, from where we started to where we end up. Um, and how did, you, how did you get there? What Did you conduct any customer interviews or did you do what kind of research did you do? Did they, oh, to get to the- <laughs> First of all, uh, on this smart start, and I had it handy uh, all the time, they recommend this almost textbook called Disciplined Entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Great book. I would recommend it to everybody. Still, I have some uh, bookmarks in it. And in this book, they have like 24 steps, uh, which you have to follow mm-hmm. if you want to build business, not just product, but business. That's very important part. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of the steps, you need to come up with your idea and you have to run it through your future persona. Mm-hmm. So you have to actually talk to people and sell them product before you started to build it. Mm-hmm. And there are some, again, different, um, we build a table and um, consider different options we can build. And then you choose one which kind of, uh, after you look like the executive eye on the big picture, you understand that this is the best uh, product, best audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of things to consider, time to market, uh, time to sell, decision-making unit, how many people will make decisions to buy mm-hmm. a product, all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's all kind of very important when you build your business mm-hmm. and you probably don't understand it as a newbie if you are first-time entrepreneur, uh, but later on it's very obvious to you. Mm-hmm. But again, when it's kind of in 24 steps, it's easy to follow, you just follow and uh, get successful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they use it, uh, this program in, in um, MIT, mm-hmm. the, their um, business programs. And uh, during the six months, many students have to get in the groups and uh, pitch their product to investors. Mm-hmm. So they have 900 uh, successful businesses came out of this program. Wow, wow. that's great. Yeah. It really does work. Yeah, and uh, another thing for your listeners it could be helpful traction that's a great, a great yeah. book it gives uh, also a good outline uh, what channels you can use and uh, how to track them mm-hmm. uh, where you can get this needle moving <laughs> what mm-hmm. to do and again we used uh, something else mm-hmm. but 
it makes you think in a certain way, which is helpful when you think about um, launching product and get tractions. Great. I love it. So you came out of the whole program with a different product idea. What happened after that? Did you start going to development straight away? Yes. So we thought, okay, uh, we need to develop product. And uh, we we plan to take some of the technology we already had, mm-hmm. throw away most of it <laughs> and leave a little bit, but make it shiny, pretty, and sellable. Right. That was the idea. And super easy to use and very sleek. Mm-hmm. hipsterish, like very millennial-like mm. product. So w- when you say you build a product in four months, um, I think I think we missed a point where you had another product, successful business from before, another uh, video product. Let's talk about that and how that contributed towards your MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically we had this technology we built before. Um, it was a longer story. And um, it wasn't uh, built by books, so mm-hmm. we didn't follow the 24 steps. Mm-hmm. What we tried to build uh, when Steve Jobs uh, told that Flash is dead, mm-hmm. that mm, everything go into a browser, we will mm-hmm. create Flash in a browser, and all these 4 million people who used to use Flash will be mm-hmm. using us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started to build this Flash in the browser and mm. people got very excited. But what actually happened, this market didn't move to one product. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, a lot of little products were created, mm-hmm. but each of them were doing some specific uh, problem or specific mm-hmm. use case very well, very fast. And nobody wanted to have general product like Flash. Mm-hmm. People wanted to have product which help them to solve some pain, some immediate need mm-hmm. quickly, and mm-hmm. move on. Okay. And uh, so basically this market of Flash developers and designers shattered into small pieces and got grabbed by product which we were doing something very specific. Mm-hmm. So we end up with this uh, product which for everyone and <laughs> doesn't solve each of this particular problem super well. Uh, so we decided, okay, let's us focus on some very, very small niche mm-hmm. and do whatever they do need in this niche mm-hmm. super well, like better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And basically, we considered all possibilities and thought, okay, uh, ads and promotional video for social media managers, marketers, mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw how this product could evolve in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we can build it fast. Mm-hmm. We need to make it uh, look pretty mm-hmm. and um, easy. To, uh, so another problem with g- generic tools that people need, there is some learning curve. So people need to learn it. Mm-hmm. And um, people doesn't don't want to do it. <laughs> they want to come, press the button, get the results, and um, move on. Mm-hmm. They want to, you know, as, as much done for them as possible. And that's what we tried to do for them. We tried to collect everything they might need mm-hmm. to make these promotional videos for their platform, for their YouTube videos, for longer form videos, and uh, to make it a breeze, to reformat it to different uh, formats, to push out to all social media mm-hmm. platforms, and to bring traffic back to, to home, to whatever, uh, blog, 
website, mm-hmm. YouTube channel, whatever they make money at. <laughs> right, right. So, so in four months, how big was the team uh, working on the MVP? <laughs> so team uh, marketing, uh, part of the team, we decided that we will launch this conference, Social Media Marketing World, and mm-hmm. we were working our butts off to make really um, standout uh, booth, to have brochures, to have mm-hmm. everything ready. Mm-hmm. And of course, also we were thinking about uh, like uh, studying the influencers, the speakers on the conference, mm-hmm. to whom it makes sense to approach, to talk to, to show product, mm-hmm. and how we can leverage the fact that we will be there and we can uh, build those relationships, which mm-hmm. actually uh, we were built, <laughs> started to you know uh, be built at mm-hmm. that conference, and uh, which will last uh, and they do last uh, for like at least three years now hopefully right. in the future so that also uh, was something that we needed to prepare for mm-hmm. while developers were doing this product crash mm-hmm. uh, and working you know 24 <laughs> 7 basically how big was the team? okay how, how big was the team development team development team the I I don't remember exactly from ten to uh, thirteen people back there. It really? wasn't small. Yeah. It wasn't small. Okay. So let's talk about the launch. Um, you told me some interesting stories about the launch. Uh, first of all, how did you start preparing for the launch, and how quickly did you start preparing before the actual launch? Well, as I said, uh, we had three months, three and a half months for everything because we really wanted to launch at that conference. Mm-hmm. It made sense for us. It was our beachhead market and um, speakers and influencers for mm-hmm. our market. Of course, it was the, the best opportunity. Unfortunately, it was happening that fast. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a reality. And um, uh, on the marketing part, as mm-hmm. I said, we tried to first figure out uh, who is main, you know, speakers, main influencers for us. Mm-hmm. What our um, positioning mm-hmm. in this market, uh, in this, what our competitors, so really understand the market to understand uh, where our booth will be, where our competitors, what we will be saying, how we are different, all that stuff, all this sort of differentiators. Mm-hmm. We have to have everything ready mm-hmm. in three months. So it's, it's not a small task. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. So starting with description of the product and uh, finishing up with uh, creating videos mm-hmm. with influencers and all we need to do attend their um, presentation and insert some phrases from them so we right. have templates <laughs> prepared for those people it's also work because when you send this video to influencers they tend to publish it. Right. Um, so how many relationships did you manage to build in those three months before the before they went? Not many. When you don't have product and nobody knows you, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. But we really hope that when they see us in person, when we show our product at the booth, that, that will, you know, take off. Right. And what was the promise? <laughs> how were you trying to build relationship? Were you offering them something in return? Or it was just, hey, we've got this product and we would love your opinion on it? Yes, if you can give us your feedback, that would be awesome. And um, 
we really thought about this persona, social media marketers uh, and influencer, personal brands. But at this launch, we discovered there is another persona which is very eager to use our product. It's <laughs> it's actually um, agencies who build content for their clients, and they were so excited. We didn't think about this uh, audience at all, and I found some speakers who, you know, talk to agencies and uh, <laughs> had a coffee with them and asked, like, okay, guys, how do you approach agencies? Where do you go? Uh, which blogs they read? What do we do? So I really did a lot of uh, market research right at the spot at this conference because I was uh, overwhelmed that we missed this important for us persona. Mm-hmm. And I have a chance to actually uh, collect all this feedback right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so basically I was... In fact, we agreed that our team would send uh, people who are agencies and influencers for agencies to a certain table in networking plaza. And I just was talking nonstop with all these people and <laughs> collecting feedback. And uh, we left the conference with a new persona, uh, with idea of their needs, with their feedback mm-hmm. and um, channels to... That's great. So I know something happened just before the before the event. What happened? <laughs> yeah. So in in the retrospective, when I talk about it, it all seems like cool and easy, but <laughs> the reality wasn't that spotless. And um, again, uh, day before the conference, uh, marketing team arrived in San Diego. We were in a big house, uh, just twenty five minutes. Uh, walking from the conventional uh, center. But there was one cavity, <laughs> this one flow in all this plan. The booth was ready, brochures were printed out, the product wasn't ready. So the product, uh, day before the conference, product wasn't on production. Mm-hmm. It wasn't released. And I'm talking to the team about our tactics, how we're going to handle objections, how we're going to talk about this. Uh, product. Mm-hmm. We're trying to prepare our speeches and what we're going to tell to influencers if we meet them and so on. And then I, around noon, I get a call from our CTO, Kirill, and he says, like, Katya, I'm heading to Logan Airport. In fact, I'm heading to the airplane. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I cannot release today, probably, but I promise you, I will, <laughs> I will be working on airplane and maybe we will launch product tonight or maybe tomorrow night. Oh, wow. It's soon. It, it will be soon. Don't freak out. Think of something to do at the conference tomorrow if you don't uh, have this product to show. And then he hangs up. Okay. <laughs> because he has to go to the airplane. And I was like, I have a team, five people, all eyes on me. And I, guys, you know what? Um, we need a break an hour. <laughs> And I have this all anxiety <laughs> rush, and I just put on shoes and run, go for a run. It's raining, but I still go for a run in San Diego Harbor. And all this, you know, anxiety, all this uh, runs through my head, but I cool down after, mm-hmm. after a while. I run <laughs> that day really, really fast. Mm-hmm. I come back and I say, like, okay. If we don't have product tomorrow, we still have our sketches. We have something on test we can show, and we will 
ask people to use their imagination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody was like, seriously? And I was like, do you have a better plan? Let's consider. <laughs> so I was trying to be positive. But then around uh, 7 p.m., uh, I got another call from CTO uh, who is already landed in San Diego, and he's saying, Katya, we are in Uber. We started to uh, um, deploy. <laughs> so hopefully in half an hour, we will have it on production. Keep your fingers crossed that we will be working <laughs> tomorrow because we don't know yet. But we will do our best. Don't worry. And I'm like, okay, I'm not worrying. <laughs> really, I don't. <laughs> but then again, everything worked just great. MVP of the product was ready, running more or less smoothly, mm-hmm. as you can expect with freshly launched product. And, they, and it actually added uh, more um, you know, excitement on the booth when we were telling our customers mm-hmm. that, guys, here's a product. And they were like, wow, great product. It's unbelievable. Yes, and we launched uh, just yesterday. And everybody, wow, congratulations. Oh, that was a hiccup. So, um, so what kind of results did you get straight after the you know, at the event? What did you get from it? Yeah, so the conference um, was uh, mid-size. It was uh, 3,500 attendees, and we collected uh, 420 leads, which is about 12% of all attendees. I, we considered it a huge success for ourselves. Um, but the main part was that uh, some of the influencers, like uh, Mar- huge ones, like Mary Smith, mm-hmm. Uh, Guy Kawasaki, they came to our booth, they saw the product. Mary Smith was with our competitors, Animota, at that time. She looked at our product and, and she started work, uh, to work with us from that day on. So wow. she said, okay, I need to run it uh, through my inner circle first, guys, but I think you built something awesome. Okay. Yeah, so let's think what we can do together and work. Oh my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> how, yeah, many of those yeah. leads, how many of those leads, uh, leads did you convert into paid customers, Gina? You know what? I believe not so many. So maybe 10% of, of them converted over a course of two months. Mm-hmm. But for us, it wasn't um, as disappointing because we got so much traffic and uh, bump um, in traffic on the website and sales uh, because we gave away uh, free subscriptions to many people who had uh, audience themselves and we got mentioned in uh, social media, uh, press and everywhere. Uh, it's just started to take off. So in, in a half a year, we could see this nice um, hockey stick everybody dreams of. And I think uh, a lot of it uh, came because of this relationship we formed at that conference. Mm -hmm. And um, for those speakers, which were on our list, but we didn't have a chance to give them demo or to Mm -hmm. talk to them, we still uh, created videos, which which were recaps of their talks. Yeah. Each of our team attended uh, someone who they were interested in and who mentioned video in some form. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we could, we could uh, come to these people and say, okay, you're talking about video, here's video product for you. So that that's sort of speakers, not like everyone, but those who are really might be, uh, benef- who can benefit themselves and who's 
uh, teaching something uh, relevant to their audience. So, Kate, you're saying that in six months' time, you really saw the hockey stick growth, but how did the product grow with the hockey stick growth? How did the product evolve? Yeah, so first of all, we have to address this new persona, uh, agencies. And it was uh, both very exciting, but very challenging because we didn't plan for this um, uh, product, but we collected feedback. We knew what uh, our customers want. And we started to run this non-stop customers interview to learn uh, about what they need and uh, to serve Mm -hmm. uh, their needs better. When you say non-stop, how many many interviews are we talking about? We're talking about... um, Probably 10 interviews each two months. That was enough. 10 interviews is enough to see the pattern. Mm-hmm. And uh, some uh, small survey, but you have to do it uh, periodically. So if you develop new features and push them out, you need to learn uh, what's new. Yeah. And of course, our customers uh, um, writing their requests and their um, support. When, when your beachhead market is social media marketers, mm-hmm. They will let you know what they want. Right. <laughs> it's a very engaging audience by itself. So, it's so, so let me ask you a question. So for someone who's listening and thinking, okay, I need to do interviews with my persona. How did you get those social, so those agency owners to come talk to you? Were they your users already or you had to do outreach and get them to talk to you by giving some incentive? Of course, outreach. Uh, first of all, um, you can see who is active and support and ask some questions and gives you feedback who is already opened. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are the people you want to talk. Uh, then you, because you want to talk to your happy clients, but you also want to talk to clients who are not as happy mm-hmm. because you need to address both. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy clients are good for testimonials and uh, actually for for startups, they're good for some ideas because they started to use your product, the early mm-hmm. adopters, in a different way than you anticipated. Mm-hmm. And then you can take this way and market it to, to the rest of the uh, marketer, uh, mar- I mean, your audience, mm-hmm. uh, rest of your clients, because that's what happened. Pe- people who are marketers, so they talk about your product in a certain way, which you think like, wow, I didn't think of it. Thank you for ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so you learn from your customers a lot. Okay. And um, this time you just also build those relationships, which you kind of explode. So sometimes I can uh, just text now to uh, some of my customers on Facebook and ask, okay, guys, what do you think we, we plan to do it? Do you need it? Would it work for you? And when you have a bunch of people and you ask them, you already have ideas. Mm-hmm. But then you always uh, can run... Um, ads for product which is which doesn't exist and see the conversion yeah. uh, to the product. That's what we do because you can easily check it on social media and see if there is interest in certain audience. Uh, give me an example of that where you ran an ad for a, you know, a fictitious product which is not there yet. And uh, what happened? Let's talk about that. Give me one example. Again, uh, example, um, we did it first time for wave.video uh, with our platform we created an uh, ad which would explain that they can create uh, it's an uh, ad for marketers they can create exciting videos super simple such and such if you are interested click so people who clicked would get to the landing page and they can leave their um, emails and we will notify when the product is ready 
we collected about two, three thousand <laughs> emails this way. Wow. With, um, Against how much ad spend? Oh, a couple of hundreds dollars, like nothing, like nothing. Really? We just, yeah, we, we needed uh, proof of concept. That's why we run this ad. Mm-hmm. Uh, cost per click was like really low, and we thought like, okay, that will work. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, good. Work. that's good validation. That's great validation, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Kate, right now, you uh, again, 1.5 million visitors on the site, tons of revenue. Uh, how did you get there? What What's worked in terms of growth since uh, you found your uh, product market fit? Okay. Um, of course, as uh, first we thought about uh, running different deals mm-hmm. and um, grabbing the market. Uh, now we also think about going to a different market and uh, providing more value for existing clients. Mm-hmm. Because so many competitors around, you have to stay competitive and you have mm-hmm. to offer more. Mm-hmm. So clients will uh, still select you and show, continue to show loyalty. Mm-hmm. That's a new uh, sort of challenges we have right now. Um, we also offer some integrations. Mm-hmm. Any um, platform, any blog can have a video button. Mm-hmm. When they click on it, uh, we will open our application mm-hmm. and their clients can create videos and push it back to their website, mm-hmm. blogs, product. It's very popular among uh, social media schedulers mm-hmm. uh, because, again, uh, mostly our beach head market <laughs> uses yeah. um, those and uh, agencies. So we think about where we can leverage and get access to new markets. Right. So what's been your growth, the biggest growth channel, you would say? The biggest growth channel? Organically. Okay. <laughs> organically, our, yeah. Our blog brings uh, most of the traffic organically. Right. So, Kate, what's in the future for Wave.video? Okay. Uh, right. We think about repurposing and um, having everything in one place uh, when it comes to videos. Uh, everything um, marketer needs on one platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we have a simple landing page builder. Mm-hmm. So if you want a video landing page, mm-hmm. our platform probably is the easiest. For every video you created on our platform, mm-hmm. uh, from scratch, from our library, from your uploaded videos, mm-hmm. you automatically have landing page. You mm-hmm. only need to add title, description, and call to action button. Wow. So it's great for education, great for sending videos by email, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Uh, so we plan to build add on uh, lead generation uh, mm-hmm. part into it. It's coming soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, captions, uh, we already have it after captions coming soon, that sort of stuff. So everything... Um, and a new type of uh, working with videos when you have like layouts and you can apply it to your video in one click and see what works uh, for this particular video. You can play with it. So our customers love it. Great. So Kate, um, I always ask this question. Um, so you are very experienced where you're running a very successful company and you've run another startup before. If you were starting out from beginning, and this is for the anyone who's listening to this and just starting the business or who are 
in the in the really early stages. Imagine you giving that person advice. What what, what advice would you give them based on your experience? Well, with Wave that video, I probably wouldn't change much. <laughs> Maybe we started. Um, uh, in the beginning, you re- we really would choose the same uh, small beachhead market and work on it. Mm-hmm. But in the future, of course, there are some possibilities and maybe we missed something, but we don't know about that yet. <laughs> so maybe it wasn't uh, ideally efficiently run, but uh, the start itself was, I think, perfectly executed. I think what you did was where you really refined the business idea by doing the research and really focusing on one niche market and not mm-hmm. from there. And like you said, where you actually took out a lot of the features you had and made the product more simple and more beautiful to use. I think that's great what you did. because, uh, And then you focus on the customer where you just talk to the customer, right? You focus one type of customer, went to the event, talked to a lot of them, and that helped you find another persona which you didn't know about. So I think the advice you gave, the thing you talked about, where focus on one thing, don't make it too complicated, and uh, stay disciplined. Right. I think that's that's great advice you gave uh, and that's what you followed as well. So I think that's great. Anyone who's listening to this would really benefit from that. I hope so. Okay, Kate, thank you very much for being on the show, Kate. And uh, I hope I see you very soon and uh, good luck for the future. Thank you very much. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah, it was my pleasure, of course. And I hope it will be helpful for someone. Great. That's it for this episode of Launch Legends. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and share more online marketing launch stories, please search for Launch Legends and your favorite podcast listening app, and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.